Hello, this is John Beasley welcoming you to the 36th Harmony UK podcast, recorded in Harrogate at Babs 2022 convention. Very nearly three years since the last one, and after the privations of the pandemic and rehearsals restricted to Zoom, the new arrivals just couldn't wait to sing together. Even as the doors opened on the Friday afternoon, this was the sound. Awesome. It's only two o'clock in the afternoon. There's a group of people, there's a large queue to check in. They are singing already. What did that feel like? Oh, that was wonderful. First time in a long time. Uh, you are, sir? I am John Shipley from Great Western Chorus. John Shipley from Great Western Chorus. We've spoken to you on the uh, Harmony UK podcast yes. before. And um, it, it's such a beautiful day, isn't it? Oh, it's a wonderful day. It's just so good to be together again and can't wait for the rest of the weekend. Would you like to introduce me to your fellow singers? Yeah, this is Reg, also from Great Western Chorus. Hi, Reg. Reg, hi. And Aiden, Aiden. Aiden. I, uh, we've met before. We've, yes, we've stood on somewhere. We've stood on risers and I sung a time I or two. Know you very well. <laughs> <laughs> How does it feel to be back at, at a convention? It's fantastic. Well, as I say, it's like coming home, especially Harrogate, because that's the first convention of mine is at Harrogate. Really? So, How yeah. long ago was that? That was in uh, 1986. Whoa, yeah. 1986. Yeah. Good lord. I know. Uh, so, what are you looking forward to most about this one? Um, performing on stage, meeting the old friends. Me- making new ones, everything really, having a beer or two. <laughs> Gents, have a wonderful time, thank you. Right in the middle of the queue now, who am I speaking to? Uh, I'm Rob Barkovsky. And? Rachel. And um, where have you travelled from, Rob and Rachel? Uh, I've come from London. And I've come from Hull. Wow, so, so for really quite different parts of the country. I mean, and, and, and what are you looking forward to most about convention this time? Oh my goodness, just seeing everybody. It's been so long. I was going to say exactly the same thing and I hate you for it. <laughs> no, it's going to be really good to just get back into it. Uh, obviously, see everyone. I mean, that's really how we've met. That's how we're now catching up on everything yeah. we've missed. So. Are you are you both singing this weekend? No, no. here to enjoy. <laughs> yeah, we're just enjoying this weekend. It's going to be really nice to just take a step back and have a chance to listen to everyone else sing. Even the man in overall charge, Babs Chair Alan Hughes, could hardly believe that convention was finally underway. It, you know what, it's really hard to put into words, John, because I feel completely excited and thrilled to be here. Um, but it kind of, it doesn't feel real. It's still in a state, I'm still in, it's like, it's, is this a dream? <laughs> it's, it's, it's not quite sunk in yet that we're actually here. And I think another thing as well, it's, it's been, we've, for three years we've missed out on it and it's like you'd think you'd really miss it but you walk back into the convention centre doors and it's like you you were here last week it's like you've had no time it's it's a really mixed strange feeling to be back to it again and you, you've just come from a, a, a Q&A with Forefront I understand that's right yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean and, and getting them is a, is, is a real coup isn't it yeah amazing and uh, we actually joked about it in the questions because they were obviously booked to come to our 2020 convention that never happened and we've we've been so we've been in contact with them constantly for, for three years and they're finally here and we're finally, finally in the same room after all, all, these, all this time so yeah that's really good I never thought to love I never thought we'd make one lovely as she
But isn't she lovely? Lovely, oh so lovely. Perfect and precious and made, made from love. Whoa, absolutely amazing. Give them a huge hand, big round of applause. Show your love for, for Forefront. Absolutely brilliant, guys. Do you want to, do you want to crowd around the microphone there and then we can, we, we'll be able to hear you all. And um, uh, Stevie Wonder song, Isn't She Lovely? Arranged by who? Uh, by Mike Menefee. Uh-huh. And not, not, not one that I'm all that familiar with. Is, is, is this one especially for, for, for you guys, or has it been out for a little while? Sort of. So this has been out for a little while. It was actually arranged uh, specifically for the Barbershop Harmony Society, and we premiered it as a new arrangement for the Harmony Marketplace at Barbershop Harmony Society. So you, you, you're over here now. Is, is, is this your, your first visit to, uh, to a Babs convention? It My is. First yes, yep, first. for all of us. Tell us about the long journey to get here then, because you, you were originally planning to come in 2020, and then, then, then what happened between you and Babs? Uh, well, of course, the pandemic happened, and so, uh, you know, at that point our flights got cancelled for us. We had no choice in the matter, uh, but rightfully so, and uh, so we just kind of bided our time, I think. We were potentially due to come back the year in between, but then uh, they contracted with um, Midtown to do that. But then that one also got cancelled, so they ended up coming out, I believe, in the fall for Quartet Con. And, um, and then we were able to finally come out to, to this convention now. So. Well, it's absolutely brilliant to see you here now. Um, Kevin, the, the leader, how much have you been able to see and, and, and do around here at Harrogate? How, how involved have you been in the convention? Oh gosh, we've been doing a lot. I mean, it's been great. We did a Sing with the Chance. We did the uh, coaching with uh, one of our primary coaches, Scott Kitzmiller. And uh, I don't know, just kind of been singing around here and there and staying staying fresh and, and ready to do our show later. So You, you did a Q&A yesterday as well. Yes, yes. Yeah, I, I often wonder about those things. Does anyone ever sort of send you a curved ball that kind of knocks you out, the question that you weren't expecting and aren't quite sure how to answer? Mm. Not me. <laughs> he just hands the I mic on over. <laughs> I just let them talk usually. So yeah. yeah, yeah. You and the gentleman next to you, because you're you're the lead, Aaron. Uh, you're the you're the baritone. That's right. uh, uh, Aaron's uh, next. Aaron's there next to yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm the brother. You're you're the brother. I was going to say because I mean, did, were you two at the the heart of the quartet and then recruited the other two? I mean, how did you all get together? How do we get together? Um, how do we form as a quartet? Yeah. Basically, yeah. Kevin and I've been singing together for a long time. And, you know, I, Gary, uh, the original tenor, Gary Texera, who's a tenor of Gotcha, we sang in a quartet together, and then we actually called Brian, and um, actually I talked to Kevin and talked to Brian, and everybody agreed to be on board, and it just worked out. So we got together that way. And, and you had a couple of goes, didn't you, before you won in, what, 2016, wasn't it? Yes, we did. We Lots of goes, actually. <laughs> lots of goes. But um, we finally got into fifth place in 2013 with Drew when he, was, when he became our new tenor. And then we went to second place, then another second place, and then we finally won in 16. I should imagine, Brian, that when you when you get to that point where you, you, you've won uh, the international title, you've got that gold medal, you then face a big decision. Does the quartet carry on, or, 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 or do you break up? I mean, was was that an easy one for you to, 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 to consider? I think it was fairly easy. We, we planned to go on until, you know, the end of time. But... Uh, um, the, the just the notion of getting getting to the, achieve that was 
you, you want to live in that limelight for as long as you can. So, and then we had had plenty of shows uh, already on the books, and then got plenty after that that kept us busy for a couple years. And then uh, essentially the pandemic hit, and so our, our, our calendar kind of started slowing down naturally. So, but it, we're still—I mean, we're here, so we're still cooking. What about the attitude of, of, of other barber shoppers towards you? Because of course, you know, when you're when you're trying to win, you are the young pretenders. But um, now, guys, you are the elder statesman, I guess. Uh, I'm not that old. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a long way to go to b- b- before you reach you, my age. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Ah, man. Drew, go ahead. <laughs> I missed the question. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. The, no, the question was, you, you know, it, before you win these medals, you, you are the, you, you're the young pretenders. You're, you're the guys up and coming. You're the young Turks, if you like. Um, after you win, I presume that people see you as the, old, the, the elder statesman, the people to, to look up to and learn from. They do, in a sense. And, and you know, we take advantage of that in the sense of, uh, you know, gaining those opportunities to then pass on our knowledge and, and uh, you know, go out and help the new up-and-comers and the new contenders uh, to, to try to achieve the same thing. But in your case, Drew, it's, it's not just about Barbershop because you, you've, you founded an a cappella group as well, haven't you? I've founded a couple of a cappella groups, yeah. I helped found one uh, at a high school in Louisville, Kentucky, and then also founded a, a college a cappella group, which is still going strong today. I'm not, I'm not directly involved with them anymore, but I still do the audio mixing for all of their concerts. Uh, in Louisville. So. So, so should we see, I mean, uh, there was a time 40, 50 years ago when Barbershop did its own thing. It was very much removed from the rest of the, the choral and a cappella world. It, 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 it sort of looked in on itself. Should we just see Barbershop as a continuation of a cappella and, and vice versa these days? I, I really do think that, you know, kind of back and forth, vice versa. It's all, they're all different vocal styles of music um, and each gaining its own level of prominence, uh, you know, and what I like to see is that Barbershop in the choral world is gaining a lot more acceptance and and even notoriety in some cases. Um, so that's really nice to see. And, and each has its own place in the choral ecosystem. So as, as many of our choruses and quartets now sing uh, things other than Barbershop and quite differently from Barbershop, uh, are you, are you looking to see other choral groups take on some barbershop as part of their overall repertoire? I would, I would definitely love to see that, and I think there is some of that occurring in different places. Um, I think, you know, barbershop is such a unique style in so many ways that uh, it's not only uh, about whether or not they're willing to take on the challenge of learning a new style, but whether it even fits with kind of the rest of the things that they're doing. So finding the right arrangements um, and someone to help them learn the style where they're not sure uh, uh, how it works. Um, is, is kind of a next step to, to making that happen. But On the subject of barbershop and radically different a cappella, can you, can you help me solve one problem? Because some, or it's, it's a bit of a mystery to me. Somebody sent me an instant classic CD uh, yes. at one point which you appear on, Forefront appear on, yep. doing a funk medley, which is awesome. It's just incredibly good. I, I play it over and over again. But I mean, how did you end up with that kind of music on that CD? Well, that was entirely Cole Kitzmiller's brainchild, I believe. He um, And he arranged it by singing it. He recorded the parts and sang through it, recording the parts. He kind of mapped out the songs and where they would fit and how they could transition into each other. And just knowing that the plan was to do it with Forefront, arranged it specifically for our voices, uh, which means I didn't have a vocal part because I did the vocal percussion throughout the entire uh, arrangement, but that's that's kind of how that came together. It was a, a fun thing that he was excited and had in his mind, and heard us doing in his mind and put it together, and uh, and that's just kind of how it came to be. And that vocal percussion is a is, is a skill set all of its own, isn't it? It, it absolutely <laughs> is. Let's let's talk about the show tonight then. I mean, uh, uh, Kevin, you you going to do anything like Uptown Funk on the show? Um, I'm not. <laughs> 
<laughs> what, what, what can we expect this evening, or is it, is it, all, is it all a big secret, Brian? Uh, actually, I can't think of the set. We haven't quite <laughs> gotten a finalized set yet, but uh, there will be at least, uh, well, it's 45 minutes worth of music. So uh, we'll pull it out all the stops, essentially. We'll certainly be doing a lot of love songs. We've we found that to be our identity, and so there's, every song will be about some kind of you know, lovey theme of some kind, and uh, there'll be some uptunes, some ballads, and some fun stuff thrown in there. Well, we are looking forward to it immensely. I'll be there in the audience, as will most of these people standing around here at the moment. Um, Forefront, thank you so much. Are you, are you able to sing us a song to, uh, to, to play us out? We'd be really grateful. Thank you very much indeed. The mic's live. There may be other lips that I may kiss. Yes, I may dream a million dreams. There will never, ever be another, another you. There will never be another you. Performed live by Forefront, one of several quartets kind enough over the weekend to visit the foyer and broadcast live on the court, an internet radio station for Barbershop and Close Harmony, which now runs alongside this podcast. There were three contests at this year's convention, for male quartets and male and mixed choruses. But entries to the chorus contest this year, the men's chorus contest that is, were not as numerous as in the recent past. Several choruses, including major ones like Cottontown and the Great Western Chorus of Bristol, had decided this year to concentrate on rebuilding rather than competing. Cottontown did sing, though. They were the mic coolers after the men's chorus contest on Saturday. And they also reprised their stage performance together during the Saturday evening afterglow in the convention centre bar. For us, um, most of the uh, hard work is all addressed when we come out and perform in public and when we watch people and see what the engagement is and how that, that feeds back to us as well. So the whole thing is just the feedback and then we get that and that helps us even improve because we're entertaining the audience. Did, 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 it, did it feel strange then to, to be Mike Cooling rather than competing this year? It's been three years since your last competition. Agreed. Um, it didn't feel different to us because the preparation is the same. We viewed this as all the choruses have been over the stage today and it's been awesome quality and we've got a right to be absolutely earning our place there. And so that's how we approached it. We approached it with the same rigour and the same focus as we do for when we're preparing the, our performances. It's no different for us. Oh, it was just glorious, and it's a beautiful stage, a beautiful acoustic on that stage as well. So both with, with the quartet and with the chorus, you can hear so much, and it just adds to the whole performance. I think that's been a problem for every chorus uh, that we've lost uh, quite a few members. I think someone said it was 10 leads and 10 baritones that we've lost as a chorus. So anyone seeing us on stage today would have seen a much smaller chorus than they used to. But what we've done during lockdown is a lot of one-on-one uh, -on -one vocal coaching to improve the individual performances of every single member. And that has really enhanced it so that when we got back together on the risers, it made the sound so much fuller, it really enhanced it for all of us and instantly that enjoyment was right back. So anyone who was getting tired of those 
Zoom rehearsals and have perhaps rocked out, started coming back and went, oh yeah, this is why I love barbershop, this is why I love doing what I do. I've seen a range of choruses come up through the day today and the quartets yesterday and the camaraderie is all still there everyone's been meeting up again and we all thought this wasn't going to happen in any time soon and you know this is the third year and it's back and the atmosphere is back and the people are back and the friendships all the friendships have, have been rekindled again uh, so quite frankly to me that feels awesome that's one of the biggest things that's, that's come back for me as an individual anyway Cotton Town Chorus with Something's Coming from West Side Story as performed on the stage and there in the bar. And you heard the voices of Christopher Price, James McCullum and Mike Saverin. But though numbers were down for the men's chorus contest, there was one group of singers who competed as a chorus for the very first time. And what's more, they came third. Mailbox. Based in Birmingham, Mailvox was the brainchild of Doug Harrington and Duncan Winyates. A vehicle designed for high-quality performance, it fell to Duncan to continue as director when Doug returned to the United States in 2018. They were planning to make their Babs debut in 2020 until the pandemic struck. Well, when I spoke to Duncan just after the results were announced, he seemed just a little overcome. It's amazing. I've never... I've never been involved in choruses at this level. <laughs> I've never. <laughs> you you had a lot of uh, success, of course, with with, with quartets, with, yeah. with with reckless and other quartets over the years. I mean, yeah. how does this compare? It's it's totally different because, well, I, I suppose in principle it's the same. It's a group of friends, but because there's more of them, and it's I don't know, there's something. It feels harder with it, and because the pandemic, it, it's just been more hurdles with it with a chorus. We're now we're now got an advert going on to buy show tickets, but uh, a, a, a very quick word. I mean, uh, 
over the pandemic, how did you rehearse? Was it mostly Zoom rehearsals or what? Yes, it was me moaning at everyone. I, I'm sure all the directors <laughs> uh, feel the same way, just making... We felt responsible for just making people do stuff, get together, whether it was quiz nights or whether it was trying to learn a new song or, or you know, one-on-one coaching or duetting or, or anything, just to keep something going, just afraid that if you stop completely there, there might not be anything to come back to. So, so very briefly, the two songs that you performed, just tell us what they were. Uh, it's Love Me or Leave Me, uh, which in, instant classic one with International, made famous. Um, and what was the other one called again? Uh, when Autumn Comes. When Autumn Comes. Oh, <laughs> the Central Standard did a few years ago. Yeah, it, sorry, it, I can't it, really, it. it really, really does uh, uh, get you, doesn't it, after a while, the, the, the pressure, I suppose. But you can go and, go and relax now, third place, and um, you'll be back next year for more? Oh, God, yeah. The MD of Mailbox, Duncan Winyards, there with just a brief word from his partner, Andrea Day, from whom we'll be hearing more in just a moment. So that first time on a Babs stage left Mailbox with a score of 80.7%, pipping them by just one-tenth of one percent to second place, were last time's gold medal winners, Hallmark of Harmony. But the clear winner, with a score of 82.3%, was another chorus formed less than seven years ago. From central London, it was Meantime. Day herself, a seasoned gold medal chorus and quartet singer, told me that she thinks that both Meantime and Mailbox have brought something new to the British barbershop scene. Yes, I have got a an absolute passion for Mailbox. The, the amount of work that they have done in the limited time that they've done it has been absolutely fantastic. Um, but huge congratulations to Meantime. The, the quality of the, the singing that, that, that was on there. I think that, that they are in very much the same ilk to, to Mailbox in terms of them, their, their work ethic and the way that they sing. The methodology that they use to create the craft of singing I think is quite similar. Um, and they're like four years down the road um, compared to Mailbox. And I, and I think that that it's almost like a new era and a new dawn to what we are working with in the UK. It's a very different um, sound, um, really a lot of clarity um, and, and definition in the chords, and it just sounds phenomenal. And to see them be up there and score what they've scored this weekend has just been brilliant. So what was the reaction of the Meantime Chorus Chair, Sean Egan, to their first ever win? Words can barely describe. Um, absolutely thrilled. Um, I think last night we were talking about how important it was for me that all of our new members had a fantastic Babs experience and uh, the competition itself, the fact that we won obviously is really amazing and, and the, the reception that we got from everyone here. Um, it is unforgettable um, and, and a heartfelt thank you to everyone who's here and everyone who's been supporting us online. It, it has absolutely meant the world to us. And you're a Central London chorus. The, the, the set you, you chose, I guess, had quite a lot of meaning for you. Well, 
it's very true. So, so we um, have uh, obviously a link to to London with our second song there, which is uh, "Trip a Little Light Fantastic" from the Mary Poppins musical. Um, and uh, Simon Arnott, who is um, uh, a Londoner, born and bred, has been teaching us the accent. Um, so, some of us had to work harder to affect it than others, but we um, we wanted to include that as part of it. Um, we're also um, again hoping to take, be able to take that sort of uh, elsewhere outside of the UK and show a little bit of. Uh, of uh, London colour, I guess, um, which which yeah has gone down very well here. So so um, it's been absolutely phenomenal. I'm I'm very surprised to hear that the Cockney uh, the Cockney accents weren't natural. Actually, they did sound incredibly good, didn't they? That's- <laughs> <laughs> he worked very hard. Simon, Arnott, our director, worked extremely hard to, to, to affect it that way. <laughs> I, I, I'm just imagining what it's like in rehearsals, because normally in rehearsals you, you, you concentrate on vowels and everybody getting the vowels exactly the right. But, you know, for core blimey governor, I'm not quite sure how you do that, really, to be honest with you. <laughs> it's very true. I mean, it's similar. It's, it's still vowel work. Um, we are we're quite sort of analytical as a chorus. We like delving into the, you know, the... Uh, the, the vowel shapes and, 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 and the resonance we're bringing from that and, and yeah it's it, you know we're, we're very good at talking about um, the sort of the mechanics of the voice so so I guess um, you know speaking that language Simon was just be able to help us sort of uh, affect the the, the, the um, yeah the technique that yeah. he wanted to see I'm I'm interested to know where, where you go from here because we, we've been following with how many UK podcasts following uh, meantime really since since your one of your very earliest rehearsals in 2016 and you set up uh, as a chorus that wanted to produce a particular type of singer and a particular ethos and that ethos has now taken you right to the top with Babs. Where do you go from here? Uh, it, it, it's a fantastic question and one that we, 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 haven't had, we haven't had the conversation yet to be perfectly honest John um, because it's, we're all still obviously uh, reeling from the news in, 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 in the best way possible. Um, I think that um, yeah, the ethos is is kind of a, a never-ending one. We're we're always going to be on that path of, of self-improvement, and we are we do take a, as I say a very analytical approach to the voice, and we're very um, serious about uh, improving the individual singer, and by which by doing so, improving the whole chorus. That will continue. There's no way that we're stopping on that journey now. Um, uh, a huge. Uh, I've got to take a moment to just say an absolute huge thank you to both Simon Arnott and also Rob Mance, who has coached us. Um, I think every year um, since our inception, and and both of whom are instrumental in. in today's result um, I think from here it is very much seeing how far we can go there have been murmurings already in the pub around uh, international um, we have to figure out the logistics of that of course but um, we're, we're really excited to see what we can do and and, and, uh, and, and hopefully um, where we can represent Babs in the future and show kind of you know what 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 UK Barbershop can do well you mentioned Rob Mans there and I I, I know that he has um, a, a long working relationship with Meantime and, he, and, and and you rate him very very highly I mean what you know what, what's been the nature of his input what is it that you've taken from Rob that's uh, that, that's helped you get to where you are now that's a wonderful question um I think Rob as a coach and his coaching style just um dovetails so nicely with our chorus ethos and our, and our culture he gets on so well with us he sort of we don't see him for a year and then he's back in the country and 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 it's you know it's like he's never left um he uh, has taught us uh, a huge amount around the mechanics of the voice um he takes a very um uh, again a, a very analytical approach and is able to describe um techniques to us and effect, effects that he wants us to wants to see in a way that we can kind of cotton on to um other than that, he's been incredible with our performance work. He's really worked with us to connect to our songs um, and and uh, identify with the characters within them and then really pour, show that vulnerability as part of the performance. Um, and um, hopefully that came across um, as part of our, our singing. Are 
Simply be more incandescent For your life comes with a lifetime guarantee Fantastic. Come on, Triple Little Light, fantastic, fantastic. With Triple Little Light, fantastic, Triple Little Light, fantastic, Triple Little Light. Underneath the sky, underneath the lovely London sky. Sean Egan there, chair of Meantime Chorus, which among its members includes three of the four singers who make up the current band's youth champions, Hot Ticket. The question is, were those three all on stage? It was one I put to their lead, Holly Goodall. Uh, yes, I was, and so was Joe, our bass, and Isaac, our baritone. So, so you are essentially, with the exception of Beth, a meantime quartet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I tag along when I can. <laughs> yeah. In all senses of the word, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. T- tell us, tell us then, Joe, what was it like to be on stage? Uh, really good, really good today. I think everything went about as well as we could have hoped that it did. It's like the first time I've not felt nervous at all on stage. It was a really weird <laughs> sensation, but it's great. Yeah. And, and it, it, it was a real kind of London set, wasn't it? Yeah, to sing Triple Little Light Fantastic um, and to include in the tag lo- underneath the lovely London sky, I mean, it's, it's just perfect. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And, and to include the Cockney accent. Uh, uh, yes, yeah, Dick Van Dyke would have been proud of you, wouldn't he? <laughs> I hope not. You were a lot better than him, God bless him. You, 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 you really, really were. Um, how, how long had that set been planned and, and, and who chose it on it? Um, so the way that Meantime chooses rep is that people submit things that they like and then we all vote on, everyone listens through to the different options and we all vote on it and then Simon makes the final decision based on what people seem to like. Uh, so Simon arranged Triple Little This, this is Simon Arm at, the, Arm at the MD, isn't it? Yes, For those who don't know. Yeah. yeah, that's right, Simon Arm. So he arranged Triple Little Light Fantastic and put it into that list um, and it seems to get positive reception so we did that song and With You is a David Wright arrangement um, which we also seem to really like as a chorus. Amazing. How, how are you all going to be celebrating tonight? Uh, by singing on the show. It's not a live show. Well, of course, yes. We are hardly allowed to celebrate. Yeah. <laughs> Babs has got this very badly organised, hasn't it? I mean, you know, you no, just us. Just, yeah. just yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. Mind the you, the is fine. mind you, you've got to go on sober. So maybe the celebrations are, uh, are best left till afterwards. Absolutely. <laughs> well, look, let, let, let's talk about Hot Ticket because you've now been the champion youth quartet um, for what five months? Yeah, about five months now. And, and what's it been like? I mean, has it has it made any difference to your to your lives in any way? Um, it's really cool having a medal to wear. Um, <laughs> and I think as well, uh, so not long after we won, we went out for a pizza and we sat and thought, okay, what's next? What do we want to achieve? What? Where do we want to go? Like, what's happening with the quartet? And we kind of set some goals in place to do more shows and work on our sound and look forward to more competitions. So it's been really motivating to go from that point and think, okay, how far can we go now? And, and where do you think the next step is in that case? Um, so we are looking to compete in the Barbershop and Harmony Mix Quartet Contest, hopefully, in October. Um, but, yeah, as I said, we're really just focusing on improving our sound and um, 
hopefully singing on some shows. Um, we are really excited for the Bab show tonight. And any choruses out there that would like us on our show, get in touch. <laughs> shameless, shameless plug there. Oh we, no, we, we're all we're all for shameless plugs on that on, on, on this radio station. Uh, I, I never introduced you properly because you came up because um, Bethany, you're the the tenor. Ollie is the lead. Uh, and then we got Isaac the baritone and Joe the bass. That's right, isn't it? Absolutely. Okay. And Isaac, we haven't talked to you very much. So can, can I just ask you about your, your, your repertoire? Is, is that expanding now? Yeah, absolutely. So after prelims, we decided to kind of leave the repertoire that we'd chosen to perform then kind of behind us. And we took on, I think it was four or five new songs over the sort of Christmas period and um, set ourselves a real sort of marathon task of getting those songs together. Because I think, you know, to have a huge repertoire that you can bring out in shows and stuff like that is just kind of where we want to go next and, and kind of really solidify ourselves. And I suppose that, I mean, you, you, you have a hundred and odd years of music to choose from, you know, everything from Irving Berlin through to Bruno Mars. I mean, are you, are you more Irving Berlin or are you more Bruno well, Mars? Well, it's well. funny you say that, <laughs> because we have just added a Bruno Mars song to our repertoire. We've so, just working on it. Yeah. yeah. Have you? Uh, Not ready yet. Yeah. Are you able to tell us what, what it is? Ooh, it's When I Was Your Man. Ooh, that's a good song. Yeah. Yeah, we're liking it. We think it's going to add some really good variety to our set list. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we're a fan of the fast songs. <laughs> and I said we need, to, we need something that's at a slightly slower tempo, if only to give ourselves a bit of breathing room and yeah. the audience can, like, you know have a, a chiller song to listen to because we, we are a fan of the uptunes <laughs> as you will hear tonight if you're at the show really looking forward to that w would you like to give us a song now would, would that be okay on a sort of let's do the show right here basis if you, if you want to take the microphone that's been recently vacated by Forefront and stand around it and get your pitch then all being well um, if I push this button here we should be able to hear you this is Hot Ticket one, two. We could hear most every night here in the lamppost light. The old gang would hang around till the sun went down. Soon the talking gave way to a grooving chime. Yeah, whoa, and the corner came alive. I could see us on the street. Everybody feels the beat. Everybody's singing a vamp by the old street lamp. When the melody broke out, everything was right. Yeah, whoa. We made the corner gang of mine It rocks me still, it always will The rhythm feels so fine All through the afternoon night The midnight serenade Played on and on till break of dawn Grooving the night away When the gang was hanging around The music filled the night Hot ticket there with an energetic performance of that corner gang of mine sung live for listeners on the Chord Internet Radio Station. Ollie, the lead, went on to be named as this year's Joe Berry Young Barbershopper of the Year for all the work that he's put in over the past few years. The John Grant National Barbershopper of the Year Award went to Bill Homer for his tireless work on behalf of his chorus, The Knights of Harmony. We'll be hearing from other people who collected special awards in part two of this podcast. But for now, back to that hangover from the pandemic. 
As you've been hearing, numbers attending the Babs convention were down just a bit, and there is among some a concern that in the long months and years when we couldn't meet together, confidence has taken a knock for some of us, and perhaps some of our core singing skills may have withered on the vine. It's something with which Liz Garnett, veteran barbershopper, musician, arranger, director of the Telford Airs Chorus, academic and blogger, is planning to offer some help. I asked her about it after asking first how she felt about being back at convention. Uh, It's a funny combination of really strange and perfectly normal, um, both of which are really nice. What's a strange bit for you? Well, just because we haven't done it for so long and having to kind of renegotiate relationships and the, are you hugging, and where where we used to just just dive on in, you know, those things. But um, it's it's good to be in a position to uh, have to make those decisions. And lovely to hear people spontaneously bursting into song as they're doing just behind us. That's that's one of the things that feels perfectly normal, actually. (laughs) But you you, you are worried, aren't you, about the pandemic and the effect that it's had on our, our abilities? Well, it's, it's something that I've noticed uh, working with choirs and talking to directors um, in the you know the, in the months since we've been able to start singing again. And quite a lot of people have found that it's um, you know, much as the delight to be back together again is wonderful. Um, the voices are feeling a bit rusty, and the the spirits are feeling a bit underconfident. So, what are you doing about that? Well, the Vocal Freedom Project uh, is an idea that came out in conversation with a, with a, with a friend I used to sing with. Um, about the difficulties people have been having um, and spurred on by her we conceived this idea of a series of workshops that are just um, events in themselves they're not aimed at performance they're not aimed at repertoire they're just aimed at getting um, the voices going again um, that sense of uh, musical connection and um, just finding our feet again vocally and by voice both the kind of the physical um, vocal mechanism end of things and also the sense of the creative expressive voice the fact that we feel able to let our hearts out once again why do you think we've not been able to because we've all been sitting at home we've been singing into zoom presumably in your own house i mean if you want to you can let rip can't you well it's interesting you say that one of the things that quite a lot of people experienced was a, a degree of inhibition you know being overheard by family members by neighbors i mean i live in a in a terraced house and my, my neighbors just have to deal with this um and i sing anyway but you know it, there was that sense of being boxed in and that kind of there's a psychological effect of being boxed in you know on the little boxes on the screens and zoom and also just the kind of the ability to kind of let go physically in the domestic environment, you know, the furniture all around you. It's not the same as um, having, we tend to sing together in larger spaces. So there, there are all kinds of things that mitigated to kind of, kind of cramp people's style, both the vocally and emotionally. You were saying that this came out of conversations with a friend, but I'm just wondering, with your own experience of, of, of coming back together with the Telford Airs, I mean, I, are you building on that too? What, what was it like when you first came back together? Oh yes, I mean the, the journey that the Telford Airs have been on has really informed how I'm approaching this and the things and things and my understanding of the needs. Um, we we were fortunate in that we managed to do a lot of small group singing kind of during the back end of 2020 when when we could, and then got back again. I guess about this time last year we were in groups of five, and what we learned there was the, how much the, the kind of the support mechanism really needed rebuilding, um, the, the, the the connection with the breath. Um, and then also the, um, the the cognitive stamina. People um, just get mentally tired faster when you're uh, singing together compared to the Zoom experience. So certainly the, um, the the way I'm approaching these workshops has been very much informed by the experience of um, helping people get back on the horse vocally. 
How long is it likely to go on for then? I mean, are we talking about three workshops, half a dozen? Have you any idea yet? Well, I don't really know. It's the nature of projects is you don't really know how they're going to turn out. Um, so we've got um, one initial date that we're booking for. We've got two more in the diary um, lined up um, to roll out, assuming that there's the interest to continue. And then it's a case to see how we go. If people say, this is great, we ought to keep doing it, then was great, we'll keep doing it. If we find that actually it's done its job we're back to our normal singing and, and there was just a, a phase and th- then that's what it is I mean it's it's very much the nature of, of, of the philosophy that we're going into this with is that the people who are there um, are, are very much part of the creative process and will shape the experience so I don't yet know I just know that interesting things will happen so two vital questions here for those who are interested where is it going to take place it's taking place in Birmingham uh, in the Friends Meeting House in Edgbaston, which is a, l- a lovely space to sing in, and we've got the whole whole building, so we won't be overheard by anybody. Um, uh, and uh, so, yeah, that, that's in, in south of Birmingham. And if people want to know more about the Freedom Project, how do they find out about it? The Vocal Freedom Project, I should say. Uh, the Vocal Freedom Project, um, go to my website, helpingyouharmonize.com, and there's a, a notice on the front page um, with all the further details and, and lots of kind of the frequently asked questions there. Liz, thanks very much indeed for sparing the time. Have a great weekend, and we'll look forward to seeing you with the Telfordairs on Saturday. Liz Garnett speaking to me in the foyer of the Harrogate Convention Centre. And the foyer turned out to be a very handy place to be for watching impromptu performances, including of songs that you might not normally expect to find at a barbershop convention. your hearing hasn't gone awry that is Radiohead's Reap. Uh, the performers are a debutante mixed voice chorus Lux Acapella who had just come off stage in their contest one member of the chorus who introduced herself as Rita talked to me afterwards when I said how much I'd enjoyed the song I'm so pleased you enjoyed it we love love singing it and it was really an opportunity for us to say when we come to our first ever Babs uh, convention as a chorus uh, to show that we don't just do barbershop, we do a lot of other things besides, and Creep is one of the ones we've learnt most recently, and uh, we'd enjoyed to be able to sing for people. So um, you, you're, you're directed by uh, Simon Lubkowski, who's yes. uh, well known as uh, a member of the Locksmiths, a uh, winning quartet here, he also... Uh, Simple Tones. Uh, the Simple Tones as well, and he's directed a number of choruses, including, of course... Uh, Tuxedo. Tuxedo, thank you. Was it, was it his arrangement was basically the question I was going to come to? absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, and we love to sing those arrangements. And also great was to, uh, to come into this fantastic event, to come into Barbershop with Babs for the first time, uh, and be able to join in the barbershop spirit, but to show that there's other forms of a cappella as well, mm. uh, which we love to perform. So I'm, I'm hoping people enjoyed it. So we're going to see you back year after year then at uh, at, at Babs. I think so. Yes. Yeah, because you, you 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 did you did extremely well, didn't you, Lux Acapella? Yeah, yeah. Yes, we did. For the very first time. We were bronze medalists. Bronze medalists, of course you were. And we were made up of uh, about half the people in the chorus have never sung barbershop at all before. Uh, and we started together in September last year 
uh, and we just meet we uh, we meet monthly. So there haven't been a lot of rehearsals to go into this. Uh, if we can do that after so few a rehearsal, imagine what we can do after we've had a year ahead of us. Because the chorus has not been going all that long. I mean, no. but you've got a lot of members. I mean, this this. I suppose success breeds success. Well, it, it kind of does. Um, uh, luck started off just before lockdown, um, but then with lockdown, we spent a year when we did nothing, and then we, we uh, joined online, and we started to uh, gather members that uh, had come to us from events like uh, Collective, uh, initiatives like the Collective. And uh, by the time we actually got to perform together, uh, it was a whole new, fresh event group ensemble uh, and, and we just have bonded so well together even in such a short time um, that I think uh, success on the stage was just icing on the cake for us. Lux a cappella there, third in the mixed chorus contest behind Endeavour and the Bristol Mix, with whom, on this occasion, I'm afraid, I didn't manage to speak. But there are lots more people whom I did speak to coming your way in the second part of this Harmony UK podcast from Bab's 2022 convention in Harrogate. Among them, you'll hear from Britain's first international gold medal winning seniors quartet, One Foot in the Stave, at Crown Derby, who replaced them as the Babs seniors champions, and the winners of the most exciting men's quartet final that there's been in many years, Limelight. Grab a beer, put the kettle on, nip out for fish and chips if you like, whatever. But whatever you do, don't miss the next thrilling instalment of this 36th Harmony UK podcast, whenever you're ready.